Fuck me. Well, fuck me. Fuck me. Hello, foot nerds, and welcome to another installment of the Foot Me podcast, your podcast for all things mid-level, mid-tier, and just plain mid in this game we play in the Ultimate Team universe. Today is a special weekend wildcard edition, again, uh, grilling away. Uh, This week, uh, it is my great pleasure, and with much enthusiasm, that I introduce my esteemed uh, guest, a man of many facets, Known as Chop Suey on Twitter, he is not only a devoted father and husband, but an avid enthusiast of Ultimate Team, a supporter of Liverpool FC, co-host and co-founder of Nothing But A Foot Thing podcast, where he and his cohorts dive into the intricacies every Friday uh, with tips and uh, even some fantasy Premier League occasionally. Um, But on top of all that that you may have already known, he's also a former Ironman triathlete. Uh, you know, clearly into physical fitness, uh, makes his introduction even more special is that not only is he, a, you know, a guest and a familiar voice, but he's actually, uh, you know, they've had me on their podcast. So I'm, you know, paying them back by uh, having today uh, my friend and colleague, uh, Martin. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Hey, TJ. How are you, brother? I'm happy to be here. Oh, yeah, go. happy to chop it up, chop it away with you. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's I like these because you know we talk about content a lot. We even spent a chunk of our time before we got into this, you know, talking about it because you know it's hard for us not to for whatever reason. That's why we have podcasts where we talk about EAFC. You know, to the extent I would imagine. Anybody listening to this is, you know, is probably also listening to, to y'all already. So I think uh, the idea was, you know, adding some, you know, background just to what it is and, you know, the person that you're like listening to have been able to have that contact and so connection. So thought that's why we would, you know, do this kind of a, a session. And, you know, like I said, I always start off with what, uh, you know, my Monty Python kind of approach to interviewing, which is uh, first off, uh, you know, at the bridge, they asked, what is your name? Clearly, we know your name, but I am kind of curious, uh, you know, your handle, you got Chop Suey on Twitter. I don't know if uh, you've always gone by or what your in-game name is, but I'm just kind of curious, you know, what's the epistemology of that? Like, where did, where did that come from? Okay, so first of all, uh, my name is uh, Martin or Martin for the English speakers, but my handle is Chopsui FC. And um, the story about Chopsui is, I think it's kind of a funny one. It, it, it's funny to me. Um, so we, we used to have this group of people that, that would play. Uh, football or soccer every Thursday Um, my closest friends uh, before you know life got complicated and everyone started having you know obligations and kids and work and whatever we used to get together every Thursday or every week to play some uh, some football together and afterwards 
we would go to to get some food um and and there was this this chinese asian place around the corner from where we used to play and they they had this greasy funny looking chop suey on their menu and for some reason i i ordered it once and it was amazing i loved it and um i started you know repeating my order every week every week and and the lady that worked there one day one 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 time she called me uh oh chop suey chop suey and i was like yeah yeah chop suey and everyone started laughing and ever since that day they they started calling me chop suey um and it it kind of caught on and uh, for a while and i i mean i ha- i've had other nicknames um related to my to my last name but chop suey is is one that was very popular for some time and i i decided to you know honor that and call myself chopsui and uh, add the fc at the end so it's chopsui fc that's that, that you know that's great cuz i mean you know, typically when i'm thinking of you know you know i guess ecuador it's like oh and chopsui that would you know make sense so that's why i was you know i figured there <laughs> you know a story uh, behind it. i know because I've had a, just a variety between all the different games that I've played and stuff. I was, you know, I used to DJ back in the, you know, it was like spin records and kind of stuff. And so Spin Wizard was one I did where I replaced the Y's oh. with the eyes with Y's. And, you know, it's just all the, just, it's always interesting when I think back of like all the different like names that I've used over the course of time with computer games and what I plugged in. I just always think, you know, so. I, I'm kind of curious about, you know, what other people's journeys are when it comes to that stuff. Because mine is my first in it, TJ, because my name's Toby. And then Wizenhunt is my actual last name. It, you know, no one's going to say that shit. So that's why it's TJ Wiz. So, and then it's gotten down to TJ. And so then that's, that's the way that works out. But so, but, uh, but what's, what's your, so your name is TJ or Toby. And then, but ironically Toby? enough, my middle name is J J A Y, so it's Toby J. Okay. So now all I need to do is say my social security number, and people can figure out like you know how to become me, even though they would find out that <laughs> that's probably not all it's cracked up to be. But, but yeah, so then that got to be T J, and then you know, and for the longest time, Wiz, or you know, just because Wiz and Hunt was so, and so figuring out ways to introduce that, you know. And then as a teacher, I get called Mr. Wiz all the time and Mr. W. So, you know, that's, that's where it kind of, you know, luckily I think they do it me like as in a wizard and not like, you know, pissing in the corner, but whatever. I, I just yeah. assume what I want. So, um, well, so the second question in this, uh, you know, very famous uh, cinematic uh, masterpiece that, that I use, it was, uh, it, it, what was your quest? Uh, now, I guess for, for our purposes, kind of like, I know y'all started the podcast, like, you know, what was, I know you're also pretty active on, on Twitter slash X, um, you know, in terms of the things you do outside the game. So I guess, uh, you know, what what is kind of your, you know, mission statement? What is it? What motivated you to kind of get into that stuff? Well, um, that's a deep question, but I, I think the, the quest is this never ending pursuit of connecting with people 
that are like-minded and that share the same interests as you. And that came out really deep. So I mean, this is, I mean, this is not like a shallow podcast. I mean, this is we're, we're yeah. Here. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to. But know. in terms of in terms of, I I guess we're 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 talking about um, NBAFT, right? Sure. I mean, it's just like I mean, at some point you were like, man, I want to be vocal and talk about these things to other people. I want to like go on X and do it. Like, there's a whole lot of people that play this game and don't have any kind of inclination to wanting to do that. So like, what was it okay. that drove you to want to do that maybe? So, so with me, it's, it's like whenever I've had a hobby or have liked something, I've become very involved in it. Researching forums, everything, you know, I, I'm kind of, um, uh, like that. I'm, I'm kind of a, a nerd in that sense, but um, NBAFT came about, um, I actually had a podcast before that, uh, in, in Spanish. It was a Spanish spoken pot, uh, foot podcast with a coworker at the time and friend that I, that I have, but you know, he decided that he didn't have any, any time for, for content creation and I don't even think he plays the game anymore. So that kind of left a void in, in my, my routine or my, you know, way of, of approaching the whole FC experience, I'd say. And parallel to that, I started getting more involved in, in the, in the footfix discord. That was a podcast that was out a couple of years ago i don't i don't know and that's that's where i met john and kevin and we had really good interactions we became uh discord buddies and um we kind of exchanged messages um talking about the possibility of starting our own project and so we did you know we didn't think about it too much we just kind of jumped into it um, not much structure. I think the name, the name, nothing but a foot thing came about, um, the nothing but a G thing, the song. <laughs> we, we were talking about what kind of music we like, etc., And we found this common interest in, in, in hip hop in West coast hip hop and the songs and whatever. So that's where the name comes from. And, um, we started the podcast because we thought that at the time there wasn't a space to speak casually about the the game. I, I think most podcasts are, are very structured in the way they 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 present their content or the way they speak. Um, they are very PG friendly. Uh, which we immediately say no. This is this is a podcast directed to um, adults, and uh, if we have to swear, if we feel like swearing or saying something, we'll just say it. And uh, the reception we had was 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 very good. I think people quite enjoyed it, and um, 
having people from different skill levels, um, different ways of playing the game of, you know, not only playing the game, but approaching the game in general is something that um, our audience has liked a lot and they appreciate a lot. And ever since then, we've started growing. Uh, we've, we've added uh, people to the team. We also um, lost one of the mem- a couple of the members of the, of the team that we had. But we keep going and I think we like it. We see it as a way of talking to friends. So we, that's, that's how we approach it. Uh, we, we approach it as a conversation between each other about the things that go on in the game that week. And I think that's, that's what people like a lot too. With all of that being said, um, and uh, with our quest, the, the last one is actually um, typically a pretty easy one, which is uh, what um, is uh, your favorite color? Uh, my favorite color is orange, actually. I like it a lot. Orange. Anaranjado. Is that how you say it in <laughs> Spanish? Anaranjado. Yeah. Uh, or just. Yeah, it's the hardest. Naranja. Uh, yeah, I like it a lot. I don't know why. It just catches my eye, and I, I really like it. I don't have uh, many orange-colored clothes, but I like the color. And uh, funny enough, my kid likes him a lot too, you know. He's three. He's a three-year-old, and, 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 and every time we, we talk about colors and stuff like that, he's always drawn to orange as well. And um, we're actually uh, teaching him some English now, me and my wife, um, just to get him, get him ready to start his, his uh, preschool and school and whatever. And... Um, he says he's, he, he can already say the word orange. He, he started saying omek, and now he's saying orange, which is, which is nice. Yeah, it, uh, in the States, we've gotten where we're better at it now, where now kids like in middle school, elementary school start getting exposed to language. But the first time I took Spanish was in high school, and I am bueno for nada <laughs> at it. I'll say that. Um, uh, well, so the next little bit, uh, oh, I remembered what I also, this was my specific question for you. And I, like, so, and I know you've brought this up before that you are, uh, you know, that your job involves being part of the yes. beauty industry. Um, I know more in the back of the house than in the front oh, of the yeah. house, so to speak. But uh, being around, and I'm guessing, so does that include like hair care yes, stuff, sir. things like that, right? People cutting it, all that, salons. So, um, so I have a cowlick. My first question is, do you know what, like, is that a common term that people, because my mom used to say I had lots of things, and I don't think anybody's ever heard of half the shit she said. So is a cowlick a technical term that you're familiar with when it comes um, to hair? Not really, but, but it, is, it is a term in Spanish that we use too. Obviously in Spanish, but, but, but it, is, it is a thing here too. Like just have it like that piece here that if you cut too short, it yeah. sticks way up in the air, right? That's what we call it. That's what like if I cut this too short, yeah. I get a cow lick. And so I was, I was like, I thought I would ask somebody in the industry, like, <laughs> there's no way this is a technical no. term for like, no, no. you know, that. But I was like, 
because it used to get Dennis the Menace too, which of course I don't and know. That shit's so dated. I don't know if anybody knows what that is. You have your Dennis it's the Menace from, uh, from that movie like, too, you know, uh, with the kids, the little kids, and and Al- Alfalfa. Oh, uh, Alfalfa. oh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Alfalfa. Yeah, he had the golly, <laughs> yeah, all that. So probably a lot of little, a lot of racist like tropes. Probably you know, well, throw them out. And make, <laughs> oh my goodness. So anyway. I don't need to go down that and try to get canceled no, while no, we're no. just trying to no. have a, a nice set of questions. But yeah, I was like, yeah, Cowlick, I was just kind of, that's funny. So, all right, well, we'll move on to some more oh. serious subjects oh. if there are any. Um, yeah, yeah, not, not, not particularly. I know y- y'all talk a lot. Y'all get to talk a lot about your content reviews and how things go, but, uh, you know, um, like I've told folks, you know, I play out of this four triple two all the time. I'm using the sidelines. I don't really cut back, but I'm more of a possession, all of those things. What would, when you think about your style of play when it comes to EAFC, what, what are, are you like a counter attacker? Are you like a over the top? Like, what is it that really, you know, it could be for this game or in general, or like, what's your preference? Like if you, if you had it, what, what would you say your, your style of play is? I think I'm a, I don't like to sit back too much. I'm fairly aggressive with the way I press um, manually. I, I haven't used 71 depth at all this year. I'm scared of, 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 of what could happen if, if I do. But um, I like to manually defend. I like to manually press uh, my opponent. And uh, I... I've always, I've always used the wing. I think this year it's more prevalent um, that people, for people to use the wing as a way to score goals and build up. But I've always, I've always used the wing. I, I've always liked using the wings, um, just because I've, I've been a, a four-three-three lover. I think that's my my formation that I like the most. Four three three five, four three three two, and four three three four. I are formations that I've always liked a lot. And you know, you have the two wingers, and I I don't know. It's it's just something that I've I've looked uh, up from real football, and and that's the way that I've I've liked playing. You know, having the winger and challenging the fullback a one-on-one it's always fun um but I, I, i'm what about uh i was gonna say within that do you find yourself playing at the top of the screen or the bottom of the what screen do you mean more? or are you balanced so like when you're playing eafc oh, right and I, you attack do you feel better at being attacking from the top and coming down or do you like going from the bottom up or do you are you balanced are i you think i'm more more, I'm at the top. I live at the top. I don't know why. I can't. I have to make myself I'm, go to the bottom. I think bottom I'm more of a bottom, place. bottom up. Well, because it's close. Like you can see the players better yeah. when they're at the bottom. Even like it makes no damn sense for me to be like I want them as far away as possible. But I've always, I have to remind myself like, oh, I just I'm, I'm stuck on one side. That's why, you know, learning to cross. You know, the whole switching play for me is not as much of a rap move as like if I don't do this, I'll end up just on one side of the field. I mean, constantly. I mean so the the I the, just, the the switch of switch of play is is not a rat rat move per se. I think it's just. A necessity right now there is this there is this natural tendency 
to overload the ball side by the AI. So if you don't do that, then what are you going to do? Are you going to lose the ball? No, you switch the play. And I mean, it is what it is. It's, it's how you have to play this game because of the way the AI is set up. So, well, and I mean, if you watch enough like football, I mean, the really reason they don't do it is because those right backs and left backs aren't that skillful to be able to boom one across that way. So instead they like, you know, hit a couple people on the way. But like how much of a game are you watching on a Saturday or Sunday where it's like boop, 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 and they just kind of slowly move up, you know, doing little half circles on their way up before they like, you know, try to do something. So, you know, it's. I have, having never played other than like in the cluster versions of like elementary school and then, you know, then getting back into this, like, you know, post all of that, it's, I've just been learning like the game itself, which is, I think, an advantage that a lot of y'all that play, you know, really, it's, that's one of the reasons why y'all like it. And then, you know, there's folks like me and I'm afraid other people like me that then get into the mechanical aspects and then they get more into that versus the game. So they see it as digital foosball, not like an example of football, you know, so. Um, so we talked about, uh, we already about like that you liked uh, the creator bit, that getting into that and doing like the, the discord and connecting with people. Have you ever thought about uh, rekindling a Spanish version? You know, I don't, are there other, well, I guess my first question or another question would also be like, as someone who doesn't speak Spanish, are there Spanish ultimate team like podcasts that you listen to? Like, is there, is, are, is there something in um, that space? Not really in the podcast, um, you know, type of content, but there are a lot of streamers and uh, YouTubers on Spanish. I actually watch. Uh, my go-to guy for player reviews are a couple of Mexican guys um, that I watch. They have really good reviews and um, they are a little bit more entertaining than the ones Inception put out, puts out. So those are my two go-to guys for reviews. Um, and in terms of bringing back a, a Spanish-speaking podcast... Um, I don't think so, man. I, I respect you a lot for doing it on your own. I think, I, yeah, I, I do, because it's probably very difficult to do it on your own. I don't think I could. Um, and um, most of the people that I interact with um, on, on, on Twitter, on X, or Discord, or whatever, they are uh, English-speaking so I think that's why most of the stuff that I tweet out um, is in English. And um, yeah, I don't, think, I don't think we're gonna go back to a Spanish-speaking podcast unless John and Kevin decide to, decide to polish their Spanish and you know, give it a go sometime, but I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think moving to, you know, Washington's going to increase his chances to get access to Spanish. He could probably learn probably. Russian up there, but that's a whole nother thing. Um, so you've been doing this then for a while, like you did the previous one. You've been doing this. What uh, Have you learned any, like, 
uh, clearly you've learned something. Maybe it was like, yeah, but uh, like what, what kind of takeaways if you really, you know, like, you know, like, Hey, you know, if, if you went into like a job interview, not that you're looking for one, but and they were like, you know, they're like, so what's something, you know, could you use this experience as like, you know, I've really learned some life lessons or like things that really have like connected or like, you know, stuff I would do or not do or hardware, like what, anything that you've really like taken away from this aside from like friendships and relationships, or is that the big thing? Um, I think we've learned a lot of stuff along the way. Um, we've had disagreements with people, um, people from the community, fellow content creators. We've, we've had disagreements with them. And uh, the stuff that I've learned is, Maybe to, you know, look past some of the negativity and have a little bit more self-control before answering or before responding to people. I think that's important um, when it comes to, to FC or, or FIFA, whatever you want to call it. People are very passionate and you need to learn that if you push people wrongly or the push the wrong buttons on, on people, it, it can get out of hand easily. So um, I don't know if, if that answers the question, but... Um, now, I, I mean, I think empathy and the idea, because a lot of times when, if you're on the outside in and you see things and you're like making comments on Twitter or you're doing this on this or you're this YouTube comment or whatever, but then you start putting out videos or you start doing those things and then you start seeing, you're like, man, I was just, it was just something I said. Why are you getting in? You're like, okay, now all of a sudden you understand like, okay. Right. Like you did 45 minutes of content. There was two minutes where you said something that I, and now all of a sudden that's, you know, the thing. And then it blows everything up and then people get defensive and it's so easy to, you know, mountain out of a mohill. There's all kinds of colloquialisms, except when you put it on social media, it's like pouring gas on it and lighting it on fire. I, and I think that, you know, I'm, so. I'm going to I'm going to touch on something that's um, kind of funny because the first time that I listened to you. Uh, it was because Jandy, one of the guys that used to do the podcast with us, he said, oh, look, there's a podcast. And it's basically this guy, um, you know, going after sandbaggers. And I was like, oh, my God, I, I got to listen to this because at the time, at the time you record, you started recording I felt like I was a sandbagger. So I was like, okay, I, I need to hear what this guy has to say. And it could have easily become an argument between us or a falling out, but it, instead it became a friendship and cooperation between us because the way that you think, that's, that's on you and, and, and you're entitled to that. The way that I perceive that information and process that information, that's on me. So I think it's valuable that, that we recognize uh, that we are different, but being different doesn't have to mean that we can't be friends. So we, we don't have to agree all the time. And right now, I, I don't think I'm a sandbagger anymore, just because the fact that 
I I don't know, but I, at the time I was just because um, playing the cups was was so so much easier <laughs> than it than it is is now. I I don't I don't play the cups anymore that much. So whatever. But th- that's the takeaway. Um, we can disagree, but we can still be friends. Well, and if you share your point of view in a way that is more like, okay, here's where I'm coming from instead of all you fucking idiots, right? It's, I tell my kids, like, look, if you start out with, okay, you idiot, like, there's no version where anything you say after that is going to, like, make a dent. Like, you could say the most genius thing ever, but when you start from a spot of, you know, that, and so... It's that idea of like the humility portion and then the idea of like some level of compromise, right? Like, you know, the idea of like, can you end all of this? No, but could you reduce it? Could you make people more aware of it? Could you make some folks a little bit more like, you know, because some podcasts, when I put this out, I mean, and that you still hear them talk about Sam Bay, like, you know, I don't care. It's my experience. I'll do what I want. And like, you know, whereas I know I'll, y'all like it created a bit of a dialogue it you know ended up me coming on the show you know tweets going back and forth and stuff like that and you know me responding to responses and all that not in a way that was all like i'm gonna get you sucker (laughs) but like okay well here's this and you know kind of point and counterpoint i think a lot of that comes from me being you know as a debate coach like we have entire rounds of doing this. I judge these debates. You know, you're just, it's, it's a format that not a lot of people necessarily that are opinionated are ready to give some kind of, like, they have a vested interest in it. They're going to defend it, and they feel attacked whenever it's coming, and so that you lead to these national and, kinds and of stuff. And one thing that, that I think all of us have to understand when interacting within the community is the fact that the community, we we uh, interact with is and it isn't necessarily our age so it it, it 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 might be younger kids who aren't yet that equipped to to go through an argument without without it blowing up you know so that's something to take into account as well and i've i'm past the whole um, getting confrontational with people about a game, you know. At the end of the day, it's a game. Uh, I get to play it every day, mostly an hour, maybe a little bit more. But getting mad about it is just not worth my time, you know. Well, and typically it's because, like, if you're kicking the crap out of somebody and somebody sends you something, you're like, ha, 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 whatever. It's like, you know, there are those, like, there's usually compounding circumstances. Just like if you're hungry and then you get irritated and then that's a very different circumstance than, you know, the other. And so I think a lot of times in the heat of those moments, there's that going on and, and, and things like that. I'm pretty sure that's why, like, Nick, you know, called me a loser and banned me in his chat was because at the time his game wasn't going well and that he had, you know, da 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 So that was like, you know, just kind of fuel to the fire to then, you know, kind of do that, whereas, you know, yeah, I won't get too much into that. But yeah, a lot of that you just have to realize that that's where you know that's probably coming from to a degree. Yeah. So, but um, so uh, just as we're kind of finishing up again, um, I, I I had Shaq on and I knew he was all into the trading put because he does a trading Discord and you know did that kind of thing. Um, 
in terms of what drew you into Ultimate Team to begin with, I mean, clearly you enjoy football and things along those lines, but there's all kinds of modes. You could do career mode, you could do pro clubs, stuff like that. What is it about Ultimate Team in particular? Is it the trading? Is it like the, you know, like the absolute, like for me, it was being able to build a team and, you know, do the chemistry, come up with different combinations. Cause I liked, like I used to play Hearthstone and Magic and these where it was like you build a deck and then you attack things with your deck and then you tweak your deck and you try it again. That was what I kind of saw Ultimate Team as a very fast version of that. So I was just kind of curious, what is it about Ultimate Team that, that really got you uh, um, into it? So Back in the day, when I was when I was a younger younger guy, when I was a kid, I used to play a lot of Football Manager. Um, so I've I've I, I played Football Manager ever since I was like 12 years old or something like that. So I always liked that aspect of building up your team, you know, um, and then. I kind of quit. I, I, I was gaming. I was playing other games on my Xbox. I used to play a lot of Fable. I used to play a lot of GTA. Um, New oh, Fable I coming saw, out. Man, that's in the twenty. The twenty fifth. Yeah, in twenty five is supposed to drop. So I don't know. It can't be as game breaking as it was then, though, right? Like the reason Fable was so cool then is because it was doing stuff that back no then other it was, was crazy. You know what? I oh, I, neg oh, yeah, I neglected that, that was... so many of my responsibilities back then just to play the game. That's crazy. But um, yeah, and I, I I used to play a lot of Pro Evolution Soccer um, later on in life. You know, uh, on my own, and uh, in in college we used to have tournaments uh, on campus. It was crazy. Uh, Pro Evolution was the thing back then. And then um, I stopped gaming altogether um, for a while. I, I didn't have a console. I didn't uh, play any games. I uh, was just focused on, you know, getting my degree, my career going. And uh, then I, 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 I had to stop training uh, triathlon so much. And uh, I was at the office one day and one of my my friends the one that i had the podcast with he said oh look um there's this ps4 um on black friday a great deal you should get it and i was like okay my my girlfriend and now wife she was um getting her master's degree in sweden so i was pretty lonely too so, <laughs> so i i i got the yeah, some time i got the to ps4 yeah. and then he he said oh look there's this new there's this mo game mode called Ultimate Team, and it's crazy, and you can do this, you can do that. And I was like, oh, I got to try that out. And you know how it is at first. You don't understand anything that's going on or what you have to do. And that was, that was FIFA 19. And parallel to that, uh, me and my friends used to get together on Sundays to play FIFA. But we, we, we played, uh, we, we only played like, tournaments amongst each other so no ultimate team and then uh, once i got once i got the hang of what you have to do in ultimate team it became like this thing that was so interesting 
uh, and building building your team, getting these new cards and uh, stuff like that. It was just amazing. I think that's that's what how I went from playing Fable and Football Manager to Ultimate Team right now. Well, in that whole part, I, the thing I wanted to talk about, and as we're getting here towards the end, I don't want to yeah. draw it up too long, but the triathlete oh, okay. stuff, right? So clearly that was that was eating up a chunk of your time because you were, I'm going to assume you have to oh, train yeah. for those a things, little. right? Probably you have to both, you probably have to swim, ride a bike and run. So, I mean, that's that's a lot of, yeah. you know, probably some things outside of that. So, um, so you did that competitively? Um, I was like, I was pretty high up my age group so i i was pretty good within my age group um when did you start doing um, that um i i got into running first i got into running um i don't remember the year but it's probably like 12 years 12 years no, no 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 12 years ago oh, 12 after, years ago after. it was it was at the time gotcha. where i was graduating from college and um, the thing that I that got me into running was um, the fact that uh, my my dad he he's been a runner all of his life, and um, he he was going through some pretty difficult stuff at the time, and um, he went he he went off he went off to to rehab for that. Um, problem that he was going through at the time and he came back and I was like okay how I was living with my dad back then it was him and me and I was like okay my dad's doing doing better but I need to connect with him so I we started running every morning and uh, it was nothing structured it was just going out every morning and hammering it and then and, and going for a run and um a couple of months later i went off to get my my llm my master's degree i'm a i'm a lawyer so i went to get a, a master's degree in in business law in in germany and i was like okay i'm gonna keep on running i really like it and just like with ultimate team i became a huge uh running junkie uh i started you know looking at videos on youtube and blah 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 and one time i i saw this youtube video about the hawaii ironman and i was like oh my god how can people even do this i was training for my for my first marathon at the time and i was like okay let's 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 see how this marathon goes and maybe sometime in the future i can just um give triathlon a go and then i I graduated i got my 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 degree i went back to came back to ecuador and um i was like okay they announced they announced the first half ironman in ecuador so i was like okay i don't need to travel i can just sign up start swimming get a bike and and see how it goes you know so you see what happens and then sure. i did that it it went pretty awful i was one of the last <laughs> people to come out of the water in my in my age group 
um, barely made it through the cutoff time in the swim, and I finished. And um, it was a, a good experience for me. I, I liked, I, I like feeling that type of physical pain. It's just something that helps you transcend as a person. And later on that year, my grandma, who who's basically my my second mother, ba was basically my second mother because she helped raise me uh, most of my life. She got cancer. And um, she passed away, and um, I, I said to myself, "Okay, you need to, you need to do this and do this right and do this for her." And it was such a great experience to live out that grief that I had uh, through through exercise and through training and remembering her and doing it for her. Um, and yeah, I was hooked. I, I started, you know, signing up for other half Ironmans. I did one in, in Panama. I did one in, in Colombia. Um, I did a couple more here. So half Ironmans, I've, I've done eight. And I was like, okay, wow. so you're, you're, you're serious about this. Do an Ironman now. Do the full Ironman. And then they announced the Ironman here, the, the Ironman in Hamburg, Germany. That's where I, I lived throughout my master's. And I was like, yeah. okay, let's do it there. Let's do it there. And um, yeah, it was, it was such a trip. Uh, training for that, it, it, it's basically like having a second job, a part-time job. Um, cause you know, you need to train around 20 hours a week for that. So I was like swimming almost every day and then biking or running and the weekends were all about training and then being dead the rest of the day from the training. And, um, yeah, then I, I got, I got engaged to my wife and, um, COVID hit, so that put a stop on the training, and uh, I just, I just decided that I was gonna put that on hold a bit. So now I'm just running. Yeah. Say, do you still run or bike, or did you no, keep any no. one of those? It's about. I get up in the morning because we got this big dog, and so uh, he gets very anxious. And so I've never been, I don't like to run. If I wasn't chasing something, I wasn't going to run typically. And even then, I didn't do a very good job at it. But but I, we we run like half a mile in the morning, and I'm all like, I can't really say I'm a runner. But, you know, it's like, it's it's just getting in the habit of doing any of those things and make, you know, it's one, that whole thing is like, if you do something seven days in a row, right. Is that the idea that you can make something a habit if you do it seven days, you know, in a row, but I don't know if I believe in, in, in all of that, but it is, you know, a nice routine. You get to kind of clear your mind. You listen to music. I, and stuff, right right I now I listen and, to podcasts, <laughs> mostly foot, foot podcasts, oh. mostly. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I, when I walk the dogs, I do that, but I usually like to. But sometimes, yeah, I'll, I'll, I, I get to drive back and forth to work. That's where I listen. And to um, yeah, now I am. I signed up for some races. 
uh, after a long time. So I'm 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 going to be doing a, a 30k uh, mountain race here in in August, and then I'm going to be doing the Charlotte Marathon in November in in North Carolina. So yeah, my yeah, my my target, my long term target is to qualify for the Boston Marathon um, sometime in the next three years, hopefully. So, yeah, just getting more serious about it once again. And So marathoning is, is your new, that's, you've just kind of like, you just... Yeah, it's, it's, it's the cheapest one of all the sports, so... <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, with all the travel, that, that's the other thing, because, I mean, I know when we travel to a debate tour, when you do all that to then go compete someplace else, it's just a whole different it's kind expensive. of experience yeah. organization and stuff like that. It's expensive. It throws you off your game. You got to, like, do you know, do you go a day or two early to get acclimated? When are you coming back? Are, you know, just so many things that end up playing into that. So when in August are you coming to the States then? When is that? Um, in November. In early November. late. Oh, November, yeah. Charlotte's so in November. Yeah, so I, I okay. think I we'll say. be there for Thanksgiving, hopefully. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what we'll the see. future uh, has in store for us. Because, um, sure. yeah, we, we've been talking about traveling to the States maybe sooner. Uh, but I don't know yet. So... Um, I was going to say, as a teacher, August, I was like, you know, about the... You know, South Carolina yeah. is quite a road trip from Texas, but I'm I'm a lot closer than Washington yeah. is. So, you know, some of those so, other. Yahoo's, but yeah, the but. the mountain race that I'm going to be doing in in August that's here. We have a lot of mountains, and there's this really popular race called the UTMB. That's the Ultra Trail Mont Blanc. It's a race that's originally from uh, Mont Blanc, and they have this this brand of races around the world now. So it's pretty neat that they have one in Ecuador now. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to be doing that um, with my wife. She likes to run as well. So yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice to have, you know, something to, to so do together. I'll probably you know. miss out on a lot of the footy stuff, which is sad, but... <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, is it though? Because I mean, right now all the cards are ninety-three and overpowered. So what happens when you add it? I was thinking about that. What's so we'll how? Where fine. are we gonna go from now? But what does a third place not really fucking matter? Yeah, yeah no, the thing's already like pinging. Yeah, everywhere. yeah. Who knows? So I have to nerf them all. <laughs> so. All right, man. Well, I think that uh, you know I've taken up a chunk of your time. Where you had to chunk it up into two pieces but i think we are you know definitely a little over our, our time but i appreciate uh you uh you know coming on and answering my my hard heartfelt questions about you know non-foot i love it thanks things. and uh so uh i would definitely encourage anybody if you're not already join the nothing but a foot thing discord it's one that y'all can get into without having to give them uh, you know an arm and a leg or, or any yeah, of that we're free of they are releasing on any Wherever you get your podcast, you know, twice a week, you got you got that coming at you. So, um, and again, can't wait to to listen. I, I, you know, by the time this comes out, they will have already. But you know, I just listened to y'all's podcast today. So another another banger about future stars. So thank you, uh, you know, thank you, keep thank it you. Up. Uh, 
look forward to you know coming on again and, and chatting. Maybe I'll we'll come do on that whenever soon. you're out of town yeah. and fill that you know five person gap. So, but all right, man. Well, uh, I guess my dog wants to eat, and you my probably want to get out of eat. here. And at this point, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, it's like you know, foot me. So, all right, man. Thank Appreciate you, TJ. it, Martin. Take care. Foot me. Well, foot me. Uh, foot me.